2: Tom Bernard Show with Tim Dennis, Mike Bellina, Andy Brandt Bernard,
3: Dave Schrader and the Hackmaster Ralph W. MD.
2: We will be right back. We're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff. We're gonna talk about bombers in New York and we're gonna talk from yesterday, not again today. I just wanna make sure that you understood that. We're gonna talk about the president wanting to go back to the moon. To the moon, Alice, and a bunch of other stuff right after this. Tom Bernard show. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Please come
1: home for Christmas. Please come home for Christmas. If not for Christmas, by New Year's night.
2: I love that song. It's a great song. A great Christmas song. We're just, what, about 13 days away from Christmas.
3: Not bad at all, man. Maybe we maybe just try to reflect on this and the joy and the happiness and trust and goodwill yes. toward everybody. Maybe we can just extend that a little bit longer and get it out of, get some of this hate out of everybody. Oh. As long as we don't grab Santa's package coming down the chimney.
0: <laughs> you know be, what I miss? I miss the old um, Christmas specials. Oh, I do too. Like when you'd have the Bing Crosby or the Annie yep. Williams Christmas specials, Perry Como. Perry Como, Donnie and Marie, all of that fun oh, just yeah. kind of variety show yep. stuff. Glenn Campbell not so much. But, but the rest were good.
3: But we don't have the, that kind of uh the, that kind of entertainers. We no. don't have that kind of entertainer. Anymore. No.
0: Well I think I think Lady Gaga has like a Christmas you know, special coming I think up. That also, might be right. You
1: say that Ralph, but you could argue like Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, those guys could kind of pick up the torch and they could oh, bring it. Yeah, Timberlake
3: is, but, is but, a very but talented. Johnny guy. Carson never had it. Johnny Carson, Steve Allen, Jack Parr never had their Christmas special. No, but different people. But
0: Johnny, or but uh, like you brought up, Timberlake would be a great yeah, guy to Timberlake, pull he off would, of That yeah, he be would be fun. Actually. Does yeah. he sing? Oh, does he sing? That's cute. Ralph. He was cute, in, Ralph. <laughs> he is in whatever that band, Backstreet Boys. In Sync, I think it was. NSYNC. Sync.
2: He was in In exactly. He's
0: getting ready for his halftime show.
2: Yeah, that's right. He's got the halftime show. Is he going to? Grab an itty bitty this time. Yeah.
1: He may do the whole thing, the whole Monty, the full Monty. The time. full Monty he this time around. He may just unwrap the whole package just time. Oh, look
0: at you open up now that Catherine left. Look at <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, right. whoa, Tim. Catherine hits the road. Now Tim's a big shot. The family <laughs> show here. I
2: like it.
4: Do you know why they're called In Sync? Because,
2: because they were their in
5: sync? Because
4: of their uh, names. That's half of it. What? The other half is the last letter, Justin, Chris, Joey, Jason, and JC.
2: Wow. How did you know that, Tom? Because I'm nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we know that.
2: We know that's a given. But, no, Alex was a huge was NSYNC enormously fan. enormously. I still
0: love the story about Alex's friend.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, you guys have never <laughs> heard this, so you'll like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get Alex backstage in an insane concert, right? They go backstage and each each, you know, young lady gets to ask a question of the group. So Alex, I don't what do you remember what Alex even asked Andy? No. She asked it was question. something, you know, very standard. Something in your favorite movie or whatever. What her friend, it was time for her to ask a question and she's from Elk River. Yeah. Eva. And that's where that Minnesota accent really kicks in is yeah. Elk River then goes north from there. So she says What's you guys' favorite foods? And they said, what? "What's your guys' favorite foods?" <laughs> What's you guys' favorite foods? Yeah, and they're like, "What?" I yeah, didn't know what the <laughs> hell she and, was talking about. And the security person had to go, "What is your favorite food?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <The> security person <laughs> <man>, translate. <laughs> it's kind of weird because that. That accent in some areas it comes and goes. You yeah. drive through one area and it's there. You drive a little farther north and it's not. Well, it's ba-
4: it's probably I mean, based on like you know where the Norwegians settled versus the Germans and yeah, so that forth. is true. I don't
0: even know if that's true because my wife's from Apple Valley and she couldn't she be does more that? Fargo. Yeah, voice. that's true. You hear my wife? Yeah, she that's talks. true. Oh, stop it. Oh, yeah, I can hear it right now. Shut so, up and don't pick on me. So we're all, you know I love Tom.
3: We're all going to agree that, you know, once we get to Elk River, it, it overall, overall, generally right. speaking, it gets denser and denser and denser, yep. and it sort of fades into the Canadian accent.
2: It yeah. kind of does, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Go it further kind on. of does. It's, and it's Mordahl's fault, let's be honest, because <laughs> he grew up in Elk River. But, you know, when we lived up there, I didn't notice, you know, we still have a farm up there, not in Elk River, but in Dayton, just south of Elk River. But a lot of the people up there didn't have that accent, just some of them. Yeah, you, you noticed that, didn't you, Andy? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I grew out, I grew up in Dayton, and
4: my accent is uh, quite faint. Whereas some faint. of the people out there, they had, you know.
0: Right, but I think that's because of who raised you, right? If your yeah, parents I think or grandparents true. were were prevalent in your life, you're probably yeah. going to have a bigger. Well, that's Minnesotan why I'm saying
4: accent. it's like you know the Norwegians settle somewhere, and their mm-hmm. their kids have that accent, and their kids, and so forth. And if people leave, then they're
2: you know then their kids won't have that accent because they're growing up around kids that don't. I remember playing in a softball tournament over at Chain of Lakes in Wisconsin, Chatek, Wisconsin, that whole area. And I will never forget. Where at?
5: Chatek, Wisconsin.
2: (laughs) Chatek is, uh, you know what Chain of Lakes is over in Wisconsin? Yeah. I was just hung up on the name of the town. C-H-E-T-E-K. Okay. Chatek. Uh I think it's a a Native American word, actually. Okay. But I'm not sure. But I do remember... (laughs) The umpire called the guy out and he literally turned around and went, No, no. way! <laughs> like, oh my god, can you get those vowels a
0: little longer, please? Uh-huh. No way! Well, it's okay. funny when I call back home and I'll talk to my dad, yeah, who's Chicago, that's right? Chicago, and, Chicago, and my but my my cousin Rob, who lives out in Bartlett, Illinois. Uh which isn't Chicago, and he didn't grow up in Chicago. Uh But I'll call him, I'll be like, hey, Rob, I got a car question for you. Yeah, what's up, Dave? What do you want to (laughs) know? Yeah, I can fix that the boat of you is coming out here, or to a tree, you're going to go over there? And I'm like, what the hell accent is? Where did you come from? I and know. my dad does the same thing. He's, he comes out, and he's like, I hey, had the boat of us going to go? I'm like, yeah, the boat of us. And my the son's us. like, how do you spell that, Grandpa? The boat B-O-T-H, us, yeah. boat of us. Why, can't you understand English? The boat of us. I love that. dub airs. That bears. was a great bit yeah. on Saturday Night Live. It was, and that is Chicago. That man. is you Chicago. Talk, it's kind of a, you know, it, it's very New Yorkan.
2: Yeah, it's but like New,
0: it's, it's
4: like mutant New York.
0: Yeah, it's like a staccato <laughs> New York. It right? yeah. It's very it sharp kind of. Hey, what are you guys doing? That's the more the New York. This is more like Yeah, the both of us are going to go mm-hmm. out there tonight. I'm uh, Chicago
2: uh, is fascinating. It's an amazing town. I love Chicago first of all. Absolutely love Chicago. And it's because of all the different cultural areas. Yeah. You know, the Greek town and you got the Polish area and you got the, the Lithuanians and the Latvians and the
0: Yeah, most it's of it's the amazing. Polish area. Most of it is yeah. the Polish area. Yeah, That's that is a true. Heavy Polish, Polish lineup out there. I, God. And then it was a, it's a different environment. I was. Uh, it was like 1982, and we went to pick up my grandparents from their home in Chicago and take them out to dinner. And we pull up to the corner, and there's a Mexican guy and two black guys. And my grandmother just lets out with the N-word like it oh means nothing. Oh, I know. And, and all of us are in the car, like, looking out of the corner of our eyes, slowly <laughs> rolling the window oh, up. Oh, God. And, totally unaffected because that's just what they were used to. I mean, it was the old time yeah. Polish you know, attitude in that part of town and I'm just like, oh my god, grandpa, grandma, don't talk like that. You're going to get us all shot. Well,
2: when I was seven years old, we lived at 14th and Bryant North, a block mm-hmm. north of Plymouth Avenue, and my mother sent me to the store, the DuPont Cash Market on the corner of Plymouth and DuPont. It's a parking lot now, but I remember standing on the corner there and it was like Christmas Eve day, you know, the morning of, of Christmas Eve, and she needed some baking soda or something to make cookies, or whatever she was doing, right? And I remember standing on the corner and it was snowing a little bit, and this family because Plymouth Avenue used to go out to Plymouth, Minnesota. I mean that was the main thoroughfare to get out of downtown was Plymouth Avenue. Mm-hmm. I mean there's no doubt about that. But um I'm standing on the corner and there's this dad He's wearing a suit. Mom's wearing a very nice dress and the pillbox hat, you know, the Jackie Kennedy special. Sure. And they had the two kids in the back seat. And it was a warmish day. I remember that. Even though it was snowy, it was like, you know, it felt probably middle 30, something right. like that. Which for Christmas Eve is pretty warm around here. And the mother looked at me and she turned to her children and said, lock your doors. We're in end town." Only she didn't say "end town She used the whole word. She was looking at you. What she was you looking right? at were, were you on
0: chimney sweeping? Why did she look at <laughs> yeah. you and say well, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. I
2: don't where she got that from, but yeah, she she actually said the word. And I thought,
0: what does that
2: mean? Because I had never heard that before. That was the first time I ever heard, you know, Big end town Yeah. It was yeah, I they odd. didn't use that term in
4: rap and so forth. Like, there was no and, rap, yeah. yeah. They didn't, not a lot of that in...
0: Rhythm and Blues. No, that kind no. of kicked in like 77, 78 when rap really started to begin, right? Now, yeah. Tim, are you impressed? I kind of knew that. Kind of, you kind of did. Yeah. Sugar yeah. Hill Gang. Tim's Tim's the uh, the rap fan. Are you the rap the fan? Yeah. I am the rap fan, yeah. Because of
1: Sugar Hill? Uh, I would say I I was more uh, LL Cool J, Beastie Boys, the Def Jam
2: era. Yeah, you know, Def Jam's a whole different deal. That's yeah. not really rap.
1: You don't think so?
2: No, rap is garbage.
1: I, I like Sugar Hill Gang, and I like Marley Marlin. Yeah, no, but, I understand. But, but, but right.
0: you know, I, I was more... I'd have thought you would have loved Don't Push Me, because I'm close to the, the edge. Ed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That seems like a Tom Bernard special sure, right That's there. true. <laughs>
2: But I well, you know, the kind of rap I did like was unfortunately Chester Bennington who killed himself. But you know, yeah, uh, I just yeah. you know that that because he rapped in some of he his did. songs. Yeah, as long I like as not young... talking about shooting people and
4: yeah. you know, right. selling drugs right. and uh-huh. yeah,
2: or most expensivest. Right, but yeah.
0: that's part of their their culture. See, I didn't. Tim and I went to college together, and I was a Sinatra and '80s music guy. Yeah, and Tim was like he was going either uh, Metallica kind of stuff to uh, to hardcore rap, you know, N.W.A. And I'd sit there and I'd look at I'm like, what the hell is this nonsense? And I'll tell you, I watched that movie that mm-hmm. uh, came out, what was it, a year ago now? Uh,
1: Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, Straight Outta
0: Compton. Almost two years Man, that years ago. gave me a lot more respect for what they were doing. Because then you realize yeah, it that it is. Deal. It's all about their culture music and what it they is, were coming yeah. through. And then yeah. I had a lot more... It gave me a, a healthy respect and admiration for the music.
2: And I think the, the problem that I have with it is guys like Snoop Dogg, who's a complete fraud. I... I I don't think he grew up in Compton or any place like that. Ice Cube's a nice guy. I've talked to him several times. Ice T is a complete jerk. I mean, but he wanted to be an actor. He's another guy, tough guy. He never grew up in that neighborhood either. So it's the guys who pretend that they grew up in that neighborhood that annoy me.
0: And like Vanilla Ice?
2: Yeah, vanilla ice. <laughs> no, I did not like vanilla ice. He
0: grew up in the hardcore streets of the suburbs, yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Remember that he hit he was like where did he say he was coming from? Like the mean streets of Detroit, and it turns out he grew up in like
1: I thought he was wasn't he Miami?
0: Yeah, some I thought uh, he yeah, originally he, said he grew up in some real South you know, Dallas. or raised in, in South in Florida. Yeah. Well, raised I mean there Florida.
2: are well, there are parts of South Florida that are pretty bad. Not where he was though. Well, oh, wait, that's where he works now. He's putting those houses. He's reclaiming houses and, and stealing them. from them and stealing yeah, from breaking yeah, into them. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. It was hey, Miami. It's not stealing if they don't know what's missing, Tom. That's true. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a very back good of a point. Truck.
2: Yeah, you know, you know the Beastie Boys story about Dick Clark. What I think it might have been the last year of American Bandstand or one other Dick Clark production, but I might have been American Bandstand. The boys are standing backstage, Beastie Boys, on the on. I think it was American Bandstand with Dick Clark. And Dick Clark's wife came back because she really wanted to meet them. Mm-hmm. One of them spit on her.
3: Oh, I <laughs> will
2: look at you, imagine what? that. What? Yeah, they spit on Dick Clark's wife. Why? <laughs> what? Are you just because they were jerks? Wow, because they were just the Beastie Boys, you know. But that is a good song. Their Which first one? hit was a good song. The first hit they had was a good song fight, that? fight, right fight party? party right to party yeah yeah right right they exactly. had a lot of good stuff yeah. they actually did yeah yeah
4: the only songs anyone of the anyone knows of theirs is everything on hello nasty hello nasty that's their that was their first album I'm pretty sure they're nice Jewish boys I wasn't Tim?
1: License
2: to oh, Ill was their first. License to Ill. License to the Ill.
0: License to Ill. Had the, Three had the white uh, Jewish boys breaking out rapping, right? <laughs> exactly. And didn't that like throw the whole black culture? And they're like, "What is going on?" But they loved them. What that, is this yeah, all about?
1: That was uh, that was pretty groundbreaking. Actually, Rick Rubin himself was pretty groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that
2: is true. Oh, yeah. oh Still yeah, to this wow. day.
4: They were formed in 1981, and then they didn't make license to ill until '86, mm-hmm. and then. But yeah, they, they did, were big in
2: '86. They broke, I was yeah, I was listening to that man. working were, in the back
1: room of Chuck E. Cheese putting pizzas. Were together. you really? Yeah,
2: Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yep. I didn't know they were that old. Where? Cheese. Blaine. In Blaine. Okay, yep. Chuck E. Cheese in Blaine. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest experiences of my life, and Andy won't remember this because he's too small. But we uh, went down to West Palm Beach to spend. Spend uh, the Christmas week down there between Christmas and New Year's. And the kids wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese, so we just drove down Okeechobee Boulevard. There's a Chuck E. Cheese We went in. We were the only white people in there. And swear to God, the music stopped playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old west. What stupid. hell are you doing in here? <laughs> you got the robotic uh, bear up on stage? Yeah, bear's like, wait, wait look at that. What the hell, are you
2: doing in there? <laughs> the bear's even talking back to me. <laughs>
0: Honest to God, Chuckie Cheese. We, mm-hmm. I worked at Showbiz Pizza. I remember in '81, and then it got bought out by Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. And I was the guy that made the pizzas in the back. My buddy made the dough. My right. other buddy was the cutter. And we used to go get hired and kites in the cooler. We'd go smoke.
2: And we'd go out and
0: we'd do our job. That's really nice. And uh, on occasion you'd get the you'd see the, the grandparents come in with a couple of kids. Yeah. Yeah. And my buddy would sprinkle weed on the pizza and put it through the oven. Really? And then you'd watch and the two old people would be sitting in their chair looking at the stage like, What is going on? <laughs> and the kids would be flying around at a hundred miles an hour. And we would laugh and laugh.
2: I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. you know the little tunnel they crawl through tunnels and all yeah. the Chuck E. Cheeses. <laughs> I went in there. As and I Andy? Swore, uh, Andy was in there, yeah. But the guy right in front of me who was following his kid. Oh, no. You got to wipe your butt next time, uh. sir. <laughs> oh, the reek coming oh, off this yeah. high. Oh.
0: I had to go in and clean the ball crawl. Ah! Yeah, I did that too. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The dirty, full <laughs> of yep. diapers He'll in the fight. bottom oh. of the ball crawl oh.
2: <laughs> and poop oh,
0: and yeah. just, oh. yeah. I couldn't touch a ball crawl for another yeah, 20 years. I understand yeah.
2: that. We'll be back, Tom Bernard show.
1: I'm Brad Huckel, president of North American Banking Company. As a locally owned community bank, we pride ourselves on individually crafted financial solutions and quick response times. HB Elevators, a Minneapolis manufacturer known worldwide for custom elevator designs, had an option to buy their headquarters. We stepped in to get the deal done with SBA and Urban Initiative Financing. See an opportunity too good to pass up? Stop in. We'll make it happen
5: Gentlemen, how was your week? Oh, so you uh, really, good. Good. Yeah, really good. good, Any heart attacks? I had one. Had a couple. <laughs> all right. Now, as you can tell, we're celebrating Thanksgiving here at Ditka's rather than at our homes, but it's okay, our families understand. Absolutely. This year, the Bears are playing, and Ditka's has a 12-foot screen. Of course. There's really no other place to be. All right, <laughs> we're getting ready to watch the Bears annihilate the Detroit Lions, but first, It's a good time to reflect on our glorious heritage. And here to help us out with your annual presentation is the sixth graders over at St. Ignatius, led by Tommy Arnold, nephew of our own, Pat Arnold. (laughs) Look at the wonderful...
0: (laughs) Ah, it's just a wonderful bit. (laughs) I like when Chris Farley starts pounding on his chest, <laughs> yeah. I got a piece of knockers caught up. <laughs> you believe? Uh, I think Monday marks 20 years since he passed away. God, that's uh, insane. 20 years. Yep.
2: Yeah. Nicest guy in the world. Wow, he was, and his brothers
0: are nicer than hell. Yeah, great family from from uh, Madison, w-
2: Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep. I used well, to work
0: at the movie theater in uh, uh, Stratford Square. Mm. And uh, Belushi, Jim Belushi used to come in all the time with his mom. And they'd throw the Belushi card around to get into free movies. Oh, really? And I had no clue who he was. And I was working the ticket booth one day, and he comes walking up with his mom. And I go, tickets, please? And he goes, "Uh, I'm Jim Belushi. This is my mom. I'm like, I'm Dave Schrader. Can I have your tickets? (laughs) I had no clue. Well, And they're like, uh, he goes, well, we don't usually pay for movies. And I go, why? And he goes, well, we're Jim Belushi, and this is... You know, John Belushi? And I go, Yeah, he's dead. Oh, I had no clue. It just wasn't oh, registering. And they're looking at me. And Jim goes, I'm his brother. This is his mother. And I go, And you can't afford tickets? <laughs> I guess go on in. And the mom starts laughing as they're walking away. Jim, every time he would like, I'd see him pop around. And if he saw me up there, he'd wait until I'd leave the ticket booth before he'd walk up to come up and get his free I passes.
2: Anything to do with you? Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, though. No. So you got all the money in the world, but I'm not paying for a ticket.
0: No. No, okay. we're, I'm Jim Belushi. Some, okay.
2: Someday off the air, I'll tell you my Chris Farley story. I can't tell you on the oh, air. No? Cause it may and Because Chris is dead, and it makes him, to some people, make him look bad, but they'd have to understand his sense of humor. It sure. was actually very funny. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> you
5: okay, Tom? Hey, hey, He's just <laughs> having a heart attack. I'm huh? oh, Logan. Logan. Hey, choking! Choking! He's choking! He's choking! I got! It. I got! It. I got! It. I got! It. I got it. <laughs> I'm
0: like! <laughs> I'm like! <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> 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 he tossed up the big chunk of meat. <laughs> all right. All right. Weren't they all, weren't they all sitting around smoking too? <laughs> Excellent yeah. work! Good
5: job, Tad. You gotta remember to chew those pork chops, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> gotta remember to chew the chew pork, pork chops.
0: chops. I like when they had the fight. What were they like? Uh, okay, so who do you like in the Super Bowl? It's uh, the, the Raiders against Coach Ditka. Well, it's just mini Coach Ditka or full size Coach Ditka. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'll take mini Coach Ditka.
2: That was a great. And who wrote that bit?
0: Oh, I think that was, uh, uh, what's his name? Norm. Yeah, it was George yeah.
1: Wentz yeah, and Went. uh, the, the, one of the other uh, Saturday Night Live cast members, but I don't remember who it was. So it was, was George Wentz and somebody?
4: Bill yeah. yeah. Squirrsky's super fans.
0: Let's see. He had Mike here. Myers.
3: Was this after Al Franken was writing? No, I Probably. don't I think, I think so.
0: Franken had been writing since the 70s, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he yeah,
2: yeah. was. Yeah, yeah
3: like, but it
0: was mainly George
1: Wentz's idea, if I, I remember.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like yeah. how if you Google Da Bears, the first thing you get is how they're doing in the NFL. <laughs>
1: well, <it's> because <laughs> you know, watch of, of the.
4: Yeah, a lot of people do that. Oh, yeah, go the to the Bears. bears. They actually, they, yeah, that's how they type it because that's how they say it. The Bears. It doesn't say who wrote it.
0: And it was funny because I lived in Illinois at that yeah. point. I was never even a football fan because, you know, I wanted to sit down and I tried to understand football. My dad was the, you know, he loved watching football, but he did not like speaking during football. Well, oh, I'd be yeah. like, why did he do that? Because that's what they're doing. It's football. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, but what's his name? are you going to just sit here and yap the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying yeah. to understand. So I never watched it. But then when right. the, the Bears started getting good, and then they hit that 85. stride in 84 and 85. 84 and 85, My man. dad, I, I went and watched a Super Bowl on that and, and had a great time. But, yeah, after that, Ditka could do no wrong. Even though it took him – he never went back, right? Never hit the Super Bowl again. As no, did he them. did not. But no. you could have – this guy was infallible. Everybody loved him.
2: The only problem I ever had with Ditka is he did not allow Walter Payton to score a touchdown. So he, right, he regrets that. that too, though. He should regret it. He did. That he
0: said it afterwards. He was like, that always it kicked yep. my butt. He was yep. He was going for the stunt play, putting in the fridge. Yep. I think he was just trying to make a mark and have fun, and he totally forgot that – what, how important that would have been to Walter.
2: Walter was one of the great running backs of all time. I mean, Did he you hear about the, his Super
0: Bowl ring? No. His Super Bowl ring went missing. Okay. And they had to replace it. And he was, like, so depressed and bummed that he'd lost the Super Bowl ring. And, like, 20 years later, his kid, best friend, they had given him the couch from his basement, and oh, he had it over in his God. house, and they went to get rid of it. When they tipped it, the ring fell out. Really? So he found the ring and brought back the original Super Bowl ring. Is that after
2: Walter had died? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, my God. He died so young, too.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, typical Vikings, by the way. Yeah, we got a Peyton. It's the wrong Peyton. It's yeah. Eddie Peyton, but <laughs> no, don't worry about that. We got a, uh, was it, Cadre Ismail? We got an Ismail. Uh, got the wrong one, but yeah. uh, we got Cadre Ismail.
0: The Vikings Cadre were was favored. good for a year. Yeah, for a year he was. Yeah, that's what's really good. Our Vikings players, they step up really solid for a year. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. we get we get the quarterback I love because when I moved up here I was not a football fan. Tim broached me into that after the North Stars left and I had nothing to watch. He goes, well let's watch some football I'm like, oh God, am I allowed to talk? Yeah <laughs> we started watching football together and I just it was like one washed up quarterback after another coming in but then they'd have a career year. They'd light it up. Yeah. What, you had Warren Moon, Randall Cunningham, yeah, that's right. Brett Favre. Who was the uh, Oakland uh, quarterback we had on uh, Jeff, Jeff George. George. Well, Jeff George, we, yeah. And all of them came in and did really well. And then you had the, the it, kids that stepped up, Brad Johnson, Dante yep. Culpepper, and they would have these flash years. And then it was just like.
3: I don't know if be Don Downer or Debbie Downer, but, you know, they never were in the Super Bowl.
0: Who? Well, no, we've been what? there four times. Yeah, no, but none of these win. quarterbacks got—they no, had a stellar year, but not stellar enough. Right? Thanks, Ralph. Uh, Brad Johnson yeah, thanks, Ralph. had a stellar well,
2: year when he went to Tampa. You yeah. want to bring it down <laughs> even
1: further, Ralph? I'll do you one better. Now it's the former washed-up quarterbacks that come to Minnesota that get charged with sexual assault.
2: Yeah. Now you've know.
1: got Warren Moon, Donovan McNabb. Yeah. We can just keep going with no, this. you're yeah? right. See, you're we right. bring it full oh, circle. Almost
2: all of them. Yeah. Unbelievable. Brad Johnson, by the way, classiest human being I ever met. Very, very sad to tell you. The guy can barely move now. Oh, no. He has a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. He can barely move. It's
0: just sad. I went to see Bill Cosby at Mistake Lake, and Mm -hmm. we had great seats, and all of a sudden, in walks like the entire starting line of the Vikings. Oh, really? Warren Moon sits in front of me, and he puts his arm around this woman, and they're smooching, and my girlfriend, Mary at the time, leans over, and she goes, that's not his wife that loud. Oh! And Warren Moon just does the slow burn head turn, <laughs> and he just turns back and looks at us, and I'm like, "Did oh, I well, point to her. She said it. I don't even know this one. Listen,
2: <laughs> I've got a very manly voice. <laughs> yeah. so it
0: wasn't me that said
2: it, Yeah. You know what? If you're, not, if you're out in public and you're making out with a woman, that's on you. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh, yeah. You know? Yeah. If you know it's not your wife and they know it's not your wife, what the hell
0: are you doing? Yeah. So I, I just I don't think anybody's ever called him out before, and that was... She goes, that's Phenomenal. not his wife. I you like feel it. the air leave the entire place. Oh God! <laughs>
2: hey, when do we? Are there any any uh, early predictions on Alabama? On what about it? About the about the Senate race in Alabama, oh. Jones and, and Roy Moore, who went to vote today? Again, let me bring this up. Let's Dressed see. as a cowboy on a horse, <laughs> he did. He went and voted on a horse. He rode in on a horse wearing a cowboy outfit.
3: In Alabama?
2: In Alabama, <clears throat> yeah. So I suppose. But it'll be remembered. Oh, he'll always be remembered. Right. Well, did you hear what his wife said yesterday? What? He's giving it the old. Uh, well, I know a lot of people uh, that uh, think uh, that 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 uh, Roy is a, is a racist and anti-Semitic, and he's oh, always yeah. being accused of being an anti-Semite. Well, I'll tell you one thing: one of our lawyers is a Jew, <laughs> and that's how she said the word too. She went,
0: "Jew." Is that the equivalent
2: of I've got a lot of black friends? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, all my black friends, both <laughs> all those people, the boat were, of them. Yeah, had a boat of them. Yeah, I suppose you're not going to get any returns till the polls close at eight o'clock, huh?
4: Uh, well, Roy Moore has zero percent. Doug Jones also has zero percent. How would you describe so no. the Big Bang Theory? Why don't you go to hell? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so they're not going to give it results until the polls close at, <laughs> what, 7 o'clock central, I would guess that would be, right? Yes. <laughs> why don't you go to hell? <laughs> why don't you go to you hell? should have that on the drop
4: bar. I, don't, are... <laughs> I do not like ads that
2: do yeah, those that. pop-up ads. Yeah, seriously, why are they allowed? Do you think, oh, how do you think that race is going to go? Tim, how do you think it's going to go?
1: Uh, you know, what was, uh, Jones was what, 10% up? Ten percent up.
2: Poll? Uh, uh, last, and then well, the two polls that came out today he was he was up ten points in one, and there were dead heat in the other. I wouldn't mm. be surprised if Roy won just because the Democrats are telling them not to vote
4: for him, and they'll just do the yeah, opposite. You know what, well,
1: Alabamans are like that. I'll yeah. agree yeah. with Andy. I, you know, I, I think what's going to happen is you, you will see Roy Moore get the seat, and then you're going to have you're going to have problems in Congress because Congress yeah. is going to sit and look at it and say. Now what do we do? Yeah, Yeah, That's that's what happens when,
4: you know, a bunch of ivory tower people are like, oh, well, you're clearly not smart as me. You're voting for the wrong guy. And it's like even if the candidate is horrible, being like that is going to make people do the opposite of what you want because it just – it feels good to, you know. But what can
0: Congress do, right? It's just like the all all of the anger that was put out on Jesse Ventura when he was our governor and Mm. he would do things like the XFL. I'm like, hey, morons, yeah, we yeah. went out and voted for an ex-pro wrestler right. who has always been self-serving. Yep, and we always. wanted a change in politics. So if you're going to yeah, vote somebody right. in, you can't whine about what you voted in. Congress can <clears throat> refuse to seat him.
2: That it, is right. It's,
1: it's, it, but it hasn't been done since, what, the 1800s? Yeah, it's I don't law think law they law would law do that. Fake news would tell you that we don't care for Jews. Yeah.
5: I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys is a Jew. Is a Jew. She sounds like
0: Jan Hook's character
5: from uh, (laughs) Pee-wee's
0: Big Adventure. There's no basement in the Alamo. The Alamo. (laughs) Alamo.
2: Uh, one of our attorneys is a a G. G. <laughs> well, that makes it all better. Vote him in. Oh, well, absolutely. If you got a Jew working for you, absolutely. Happy man. Hanukkah. Wait a minute. Who ever heard of a Jewish attorney? Come on. You're making that up. Hanukkah begins uh, when the sun goes down. Yep. Don't forget it. She should have said one of our attorneys is a Jew, despite our trying our best. Yes, we tried to find somebody who was a, but they just—they're just, they're everywhere
0: in that profession. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Kurt was still funny and Larry was getting finalizing his divorce from Cheryl, and he had his lawyer, and he found out oh, his yeah. lawyer was not Jewish, and then he got the Jewish lawyer yes, who screwed it all up. Who for screwed him. screwed
2: everything up for him. <laughs> that is so sad. That show is so bad this year. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh my god, that show's bad. Do you That's
0: think true. he's doing that on purpose so that people leave him alone and I don't hope ask so. for another season? Mm,
2: yeah, I wonder. Because I you hope. do a
0: show like that, right? And then people when when's the next year? When's never the next stop. series? When's the next series? Okay, fine. Here you go. You wanted it, here it is, I'm putting a yeah. stake in it. Well, well technically terrible.
4: they could just have a season finale, like, you know, the character gets killed off. What are you gonna do from there? Right. I da- used to
0: love
3: that show. But Dave Dave Chappelle had enough strength to say, hey, Well, it's not gonna be another show. I'm going to Africa because so i got to get my head straight.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, but he could stand behind a principle. He stood behind the principle of that he was, in a sense, kind of mocking the black culture, mm-hmm. and that he was making white people laugh at the expense of the people, black yes. people. So he had a, well, Larry he had a moral could say high the ground. exact
4: same thing about Jewish culture. Yeah, that's what, basically what he's doing. He could if he wanted to. It's not I don't think it's I don't think it's I think go- it's a cop out, but he right.
0: could do it if he wanted. But I don't think the plight is gonna feel as impactful as Dave Chappelle's version.
2: One of the greatest episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm was when Michael J. Fox is on stage talking about having Parkinson's <laughs> and Larry David's talking about having given a violin to his little neighbor boy. And the woman calls. What? What'd you give him? What? So he starts going like. This. <laughs> so everybody thinks he's making fun of. Oh, cry
0: baby Michael J.
2: Fox.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, poor guy's got Parkinson's. And you gotta love though that Michael J. Fox would be a part of this because he's he's yes. made a couple of shows where he's mocking his own mm-hmm. issues. Yes.
2: Always liked him. Yeah. Oh, I always like Michael J. Fox. He's he's quite a talent. He said, no, what, no.
0: on one of the interviews he was talking about, he said he gets himself in a lot more trouble now because somebody will start asking him something ridiculous, and he's nodding, and he goes, and then I realize they think I'm agreeing with <laughs> him. <Yeah.
5: laughs> that's right.
0: I'm not really agreeing with you. It's just my head nods a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised he's, like, doing so
4: well because he's had Parkinson's yeah, since he was 29. He's 56 now. Is he really? Right. Well, when you
0: that kind of money, I'm sure you can keep yeah. finding ways yeah. Yeah. to oh, get it, the
3: best treatments. It's kind of related to uh, uh, Parkinson or not Parkinson's, uh, to, um, Oh, what do you call it? I can't remember. Yeah, now. Yeah, no. Or Jakob Kreutz felt them. One of those sort of things. Yeah. They had things.
2: One of those deals. We shall be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard show. When you care about your job, you care about the job you do at saber plumbing, heating and air conditioning. They hire the best people treat them right. And they treat you right. When you call to schedule an appointment, Bryant furnaces and air conditioners and the Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan are as good as it gets. This is Tom Bernard for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Visit SaberHeating.com for special savings on air conditioners. Plus, get more information on their Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes.
0: Canonsburg, Pennsylvania. Are there any the Christmas songs that piss you off? Of Christmas songs. See that Jingle Bells by Barbara oh, Streisand? I just want oh, to oh, oh, yeah. I've never heard a song make me want to I know. hurt somebody so bad as that song. Dingle, oh, isn't that dingle dingle like ba, d- 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 unanimously
4: oh, decided god. as one of the worst Christmas songs ever by well, everyone? The, the other one god. I'm not
0: thrilled with is uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Right. Right, I, like like I girl lived girl in the heyday of that, and I just oh god. And
2: Melina and I agree. Mama's shoes, or what's, what's the Christmas, name it? Christmas. 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 That Christmas is shoes? Christmas yeah.
0: shoes. The worst oh, song. You want to kill yourself. My well, yeah. mama
2: might not be alive when I bring these shoes home to her. Oh,
0: <laughs> God.
2: What Thanks would it sounded like if Johnny
0: Cash covered it? <laughs> <laughs> My mama wouldn't. Mama.
2: Let me tell you, I mama. love
0: when Patton Oswald rips that song. Yeah, oh, well, does he? Oh yeah. yeah. remember I played that clip for you when he breaks down the song. Yeah. And he... Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Never That's mind. Right, Barbara
4: Streisand's Christmas album is one of the best-selling Christmas albums of all time. Yes, but that
0: <laughs> song. Well, I think hers and Neil oh, Diamond, she two, sing, two Jews who, no, who did Christmas G- albums. G- no, it's yep. G.U. G- they They have, like, two of the highest-selling, uh, and it might even be Barry Manilow is, like, one of the top ten as well. Oh, I think that's probably and Kenny true. G, too. Yeah, they're, like, uh, all all Jewish uh, faith, and they're they're in the top ten of Christmas albums of all time. Can I ask you a question? Who cares that you can play a clarinet? <laughs> I mean, Kenny
3: G. I thought he played the <laughs> <doing laughs> sax. EP play, he played the soprano sax. Whatever. Oh, yeah. soprano sax. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not split hairs, I know, yeah, but it was
0: beautiful for the time.
3: Was Look, Yanni
0: made a career on that stuff. Yanni used to G. be one of my neighbors, actually. He's oh, really? about
2: as tall as this pop bottle right <laughs> <That's> here. It's a <laughs> mini
3: dicker. Right. He's like a mini
2: dicker. Oh, oh didka. he's a little tiny guy.
0: Yanni and nice that, guy. wasn't he married to Linda Evans for a while? I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Not that it matters, and I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up, but uh,
2: no, we had we had quite the. Uh, don't ask Cadre. me my kids'
0: birthdays. I can't remember that. That's one thing about
2: about spending time in Florida is uh-huh. when you live in one of those gated communities, you will have very famous people living as uh, your next door neighbors. It's weird. We had uh, Susan Lucci was one of our oh neighbors. really, but she I saw her one time. And then we had you know uh, Janine Pirro, Judge Janine. Yeah, well, you, she's on Fox. News. I don't watch now. those court yeah. shows. Was on, yeah. yeah, and she was, had a court show. They make my heart sad. I understand. But we actually got to watch him uh, haul her husband out of her house and take him off to prison.
0: Ooh. Really? Fancy. How'd that go for you? Were Here's... you out drinking coffee in your robe watching it happen? Were you Tony, Tony Soprano Tony and get down onto the sidewalk to get the paper? I still
2: miss that show, I, oh, yeah. except for the last episode was horrendous. But that show was. No, the last so good. episode was great until the last two minutes. Uh, until the last right? two minutes, yeah. yeah. Tim and I minutes.
0: remember watching it together. We both just looked at it and we're like, what the f- just happened? <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. And Tim's wearing a Godfather shirt today. I got to tell you, it's still there. Nothing will ever beat that as the best movie ever made. I don't think it can be beaten.
1: Which one do you think is better, one or two?
2: They're totally different. They but are. One, but one because I, I adore Marlon Brando. That last scene, and people don't even realize this stuff because they don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. The last scene with Marlon Brando, where he cuts up the orange, and it was his idea. It was not in the script. Nobody told him to do it. He just cut up an orange, and they didn't know. Well, he's like, what is he doing? Why is he cutting that orange up? And he put it in his mouth, and there were, like, jagged teeth that he yeah. made out of the orange. And he starts chasing his little grandson around the, the uh, what is it, was, like, tomato plants? Yeah, some sort kind of field of plants. food. The reason he did that was so uh, he knew he was dying very soon. He didn't know he was going to drop dead that, that day, but he knew he was going to die soon. So he wanted his grandson to know what a monster he was in real life. Nobody knows that story. Is that phenomenal? That is. Marlon Brando was the greatest actor ever. Well, he
0: before. also, you know, keeping busy with his hands. He's one of the first actors that did that. Yep. Because he thought it was crazy that you'd stand there with your hands by your side yeah. or, or tented. Yes. So he would all, he, and when he would scratch, he would never like scratch a, he'd always reach across and do a yeah. Weird, Because it was more realistic, and you're like, wow, you don't even realize the nuances the guy had. He was unbelievable. You know what's fascinating to me? I was watching this documentary on um, Burt Reynolds. I couldn't find my remote. And uh, I was (laughs) watching the documentary. I didn't realize that they kind of brought him up because he looked so much like a young Brando. And if you look, go look on this and look at the comparative pictures of young Brando and young uh, uh, Burt Reynolds... It's uncanny how much yeah, they look alike. I
2: see, yeah, I could see that. Absolutely. And that, that
0: was what kind of broke him is because he had that look of a
2: young yeah, Marlon did. Brando. And he kind of had his swagger, too. Yeah, Burt had his own swagger. Was there anything
0: better in the 70s than a Burt Reynolds movie?
2: No, I like Burt Reynolds. Right. You had
0: the Smokey and the Bandits. You had the Cannonball Runs. And you just forgave how horrible the movies really were because he had so much fun doing them.
5: What you did? can act like a man. What like can like you? This how you turn out a Hollywood binocular that cries
2: like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still to this day know what he just said? Is that when he's yelling at? Uh, well, of course I know because we've yeah. talked he, about it a, a m- few times. Musician, right? What, what's his uh, name? Um, it, it was Al Martino in yeah. real life, but it was Johnny Fontaine. Fontaine. Johnny Fontaine. Well, I thought it was supposed to be based on Sinatra. Sinatra. It was supposed right. to. Right, but it was Al Martino that played the role. and He played Johnny Fontaine. I got a great uh, Al Martino story for you. if you want to hear. It, it's a true yes. story. Sure. 1977. I go to work for Capitol Records. Right. So it's just about five, six years after, after The Godfather. And Al Martino released a single on Capitol Records. And he calls me one day, because I, I do the Midwest region for Capitol Records. I go all over the ten state area. You know, go to Chicago, St. Louis, a lot of bigger markets than Rain. So he calls me and goes, hey, Tom, uh, Al Martino. I say, hey, Al, how you doing? How's everything going? Ah, great. I just wanted to get out in front of a problem. It's not really a problem, but it, uh, it it looks bad, and I wanted to let you know there's nothing behind it. It's a lie. Uh, I was arrested for shoplifting. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, I got arrested for shoplifting a couple of days ago. And, uh, you know, they're going to charge me with shoplifting, and I just wanted to, as I said, get out in front of it and let all the guys know that I didn't do it, I'm innocent. <laughs> And uh, I just don't want it to affect my new single sales or anything like that. So I just, I hope you understand it's not true, and uh, we'll get past it. I said, "What'd you steal?" And he goes, "Socks and underwear." <laughs> 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 he didn't even try to yeah. deny it.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: it's not true. I just want to get in front of it. What'd you steal? Which so, ones? Sorry. Which? Yeah, look at that. <laughs> it's pretty uncanny, right? I mean, they I mean, had a, a wow, very similar look. That is amazing, and I think. Bert might have worked it. Well, oh, I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just so a little bit. Look, but I've even seen pictures where they're even more yeah. identical no, looking. No, it's true. It's
2: true. I, uh, I I like them both, to tell you the truth. How
0: about Deliverance? Oh, God, Deliverance. Man, that movie was powerful, huh?
3: I've never just, seen it. You've, you've never seen, seen, it? seen it? Oh, I just heard about it. I go, ah. Right, oh. that's
0: how I felt for a long time. And then my dad said, sit down and shut up. And I started watching it with him one day. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a great movie. It was so... It's actually, it was is it was kind of the Rambo and Die Hard of its time feel to it with some really twisted turns, but it's you're like wow, this is just an, a beautifully shot, and yep. great character movie. It was it was really well done. Yeah.
2: KQ morning show right after God, what movie was that? It Wasn't Deliverance? It was later. Ned Beatty shows up in
0: studio. Oh, at KQRS. Super, was it after Super when Superman came out? And he was promoting it must have been. that. Yeah. So was that in '86? Mm, probably like the yeah one of the last ones he did. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Ted Beatty's in the studio and nice guy, really great guy. And just out of nowhere, I said to him, Did that hurt? And he goes, Did what hurt? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 At first, he goes, Did what hurt? Uh, think about it. That squeal like a pig, squeal like a pig. That, you got a, you that got a real pretty mouth. You got a real pretty mouth. <laughs> what a scene that was.
0: Yeah. That was a hell that of a movie. The whole thing was just one that was like the most one of the most disturbing movies, it but was. it was so entertaining to watch. You just couldn't it was like a, a slow car wreck. You're just like, "What am I watching?" No, it was absolutely
2: a hell of a movie. We don't make movies like that anymore cuz they all got to be political now. Everything has to be political. I don't know why that is, but it's all got to make some great statement about
0: uh, the future of Humankind. Well, here, if you want to yeah, dumb yeah. down and have a little fun, have you ever you watch this, Ralph? Trust me, you're going to enjoy it. It's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I heard that's good. Have you seen it? No. It it takes all of the. Have you seen this one, Tim? We no. talked about it on the show. It's it's um, a comedic take on all of the horror, like the wrong right, way, right, or right. you know, the the backwards hillbilly. Um, kind I mean, of horror movies yes.
4: is, that the, is that the one where a bunch of teenagers like yes. were found in wood chippers or something well
0: yeah I don't want to give anything away but watch it it's well but worth it because did. it's funny as hell <laughs> well,
4: that, I did not that's confirm like or deny
0: that's not the reveal <laughs> oh, that's, that's how it starts yeah.
3: well that's what uh, the comedian the person that used to write for uh, The Simpsons
0: Dana Gould. Oh, Dana, Gould. Dana Gould
3: isn't that his movie his is show it?
0: It might have been. I don't know. Yeah,
3: I think it is. Is it really? I, I, I we talked about that. Yeah, where there's a lot of gore. Let's blow it up. Let's blow it up.
0: It's just a funny movie. Um, it was it movie or a series? It's, no, it's a movie. They okay. might, I don't know if they turned no, it into a, a about series.
2: Stan, Stan versus Evil. Stan oh, versus that's, Evil. Right, oh, that's and that's yeah. got that uh, yeah. Stan uh, oh, gosh, and I love bunch that guy. of five million too. dollars.
4: Box office four point seven. So that's unfortunate.
0: Right for the movie, but it's on Netflix. It you is on Netflix, and you'll enjoy it. It's just it's such a it's one of those movies that came in under the radar. And I had so many listeners go, "You got to watch this movie. Right. It is just such so dumb fun." So it's, it's Tucker like Tucker it, and Dale do what? It's like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Versus Evil. There we go. Right. That's interesting.
4: Foreign and gross is four point five million. Domestic is two hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, Really? Well, I don't think it's it even big opened. big foreign. Yeah, it might have opened up in like a theater in, in thirty. Uh, Thirty really theaters. 30, 30, thirty theaters not much,
4: but yeah, it it, it only grows. Well, I mean fifty two thousand, so that's
0: pretty average,
4: fifteen hundred ish per theater. Oh no, no, not anymore. I mean, yeah, the, oh,
2: movies now. That's more than um, leave it to Beaver or whatever made. What the, I Tanya opened up at four theaters and grows sixty one thousand per theater. Wow, well, that that's pretty good, man. Yeah, you, but is that on
0: the strength of um, the actors playing Tanya? Ah, yeah, um,
4: that's on the strength of if you. Release that many theaters, you're going to get a huge per theater
0: because that's you the only place get to. You are a huge per theater. That's Let's true. see. What is, is her, her name? Megan. Uh, she's uh, she's Harley, Harley some... Quinn in the Suicide Squad. Oh, uh, Margot Robbie. Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah, Margot, there you go. That's Margot. exactly what it is. Yeah. Margot Robbie.
4: Yeah, here we go. The b- per theater average um, for Coco is only $1,600. Is it really? Yeah, that movie is a stiff.
0: No. no oh, it's yeah, it blowing is. Blowing up, I thought. I no, thought, it's wow.
2: huge. No, it's $185 What? It made 185 million. An
0: anim- yeah, but it's an animated feature. How much did it cost
2: to create? It, it, it costs literally like a quarter of a billion dollars with promotion what? and and oh, animation's
3: make. expensive. Oh, <laughs>
2: that Pixar stuff is it Pixar? Yeah, it is. Pixar costs yeah. a fortune to make.
4: Well, that's that. That was its domestic gross, though.
2: Total <clears throat> yeah, gross is
4: 400 million dollars, which is oh, so they good. have made
2: money then. They're, so they have made a yeah. lot of money
4: then. Yeah, um, yeah. Thor, Ragnarok, 500 dollars. Uh, Theater average and That's its gross today it. to three hundred million domestic. That's
2: just domestic too, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's just <laughs> it's if you done rather well.
4: Yeah, per theater, you're not. But no one goes to the theaters anymore, so they just have to That's release it in more and more theaters to make up for the fact
2: that the per theater is going down. I would hire professionals because people will come back to the theater if you get a guy to talk back to the screen. Because if without somebody talking <laughs> back to the
0: screen, it's not as enjoyable. I saw Rambo downtown oh. L.A. In yeah, there you all go. all-black theater. I've Love never it. had more fun in my life it's watching true. a movie. It's a ball. They would stand up and yell at the screen, sit yep. down, and it was like groundhogs popping up throughout the entire movie, responding and reacting to this movie. I laughed as much as I winced at the violence in the movie, but it, it was truly one of the best experiences I've ever had. Watching an African-American audience react to Rambo.
4: Cassie has a bad Christmas song. Uh, Stevie Nicks. Um, oh yeah. Wasn't Nicks has a bad Christmas song. Nice. Silent yes. oh, Night?
0: Yes.
4: She sounds like Night. Catherine Hepburn singing it. <laughs> I'm
0: not kidding. Can you pull it up? <laughs> it's it's like horrible. A it. oh, oh, she, it's not even no. horribly.
4: It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, people say that she sounds like a goat in it. <laughs>
0: yeah, she does.
4: People, Night. including
0: Cassie. <laughs> uh,
4: here we go. Here's the official live video. I think this is the version oh. where... This looks pretty old, so, yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: A little flat there, Stevie. All
4: is gone. Yeah, the warble mixed with the weird,
2: like... She's Soprano. right up there. With,
0: she's right up there with Axel Merman for me. Yeah, there you go. Axel Rose. Man, Axel he sounds Rose. like Ath- he's channeling Ethel Merman. I can't stand his singing voice. People <laughs> I love it. I know they love it. Although now I cannot hear "Knocking on Heaven's Door" or "Live oh, and Let Die" any so other much. way than his. Oh, Whenever I, I hear it, all stand. I hear is a, knock, "Knock, knock, knocking knock, on Heaven's door."
5: I, I. Oh God, oh, I hate
0: brutal. his voice.
2: Some people think he's just the greatest singer in the world. Yeah, well. Hey, you know, good for you. Well, if you
0: like it, you like it. People like Dylan's voice too. And well, it's like, I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah.
4: Big Mouth McGee from Marrow Smith. Yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> Steven
2: <laughs> Tyler. Yeah, Steven yeah. yeah. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, like, like like uh, big Mouth uh, McGee. Yeah, that sounds like a great band. Very famous. Big Mouth McGee. His voice is
4: really weird, but it got <laughs> it, it was it got big because it's unique. People it listen for unique. Right. Well, it's like listen to how Christopher Walken talks. He sounds like an idiot, but it's so unique
2: talking yeah, <laughs> about it's so unique that people, people remember ever. it so they're like oh yeah I, uh, I guess I like him now well thanks for being here today Tim great to see you thank you Dave good to go always Ralphie to Ralphie boy always a pleasure thanks for listening we'll talk to you tomorrow Tom Bernard Show